This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No holes barred. Oh look, you've just let your hair down, especially for the start of the record. <sighs> oh, do you know I'm having it all cut off? In what, what do you mean? Like, where's a bob? No, I think I might even go shorter than that. Oh, oh my God. The shedding of one's hair for me is like a very significant event and it signifies huge change in your life. Does it? A hundred percent. Any female that I've ever that I ever that I've ever known, <laughs> yeah. including myself, when something really major has happened in our lives we've chopped all our hair off i just feel like it's a re- it's one of those things although steve and i massively fell out about it and he had to apologize <laughs> so i showed him a picture and he was like you'll look like my fucking dad which <laughs> didn't go down very well and we proper fell out with each other like i went to bed i was so angry with him so i thought how fucking dare you and yeah. then the next morning he got to work and he sent me a message and he was like i'm really sorry i love you so much and you know what it's your hair whatever you do i'll still love you it's like oh. well, i fucking hate you you <laughs> bag of shit saying i look like your dad i was like i'm gonna do it even more so now i need to see the hairstyle what is it short back and sides Basically. Is it really? No. It's an Anne Hathaway. It's like a pixie cut. Oh, yeah. Nice. Nice. I don't know. I don't know. Would you have like a sweeping, like quite a sweeping fringe of it? I need it to be short, though, because not like short, short. Yeah. But otherwise it gets in my eyes and it gets greasy. Oh, just and that's what I fucking hate. Oh, yeah. Let's have a look. Oh, yeah. That's lovely. I know, but is it lovely because it's on Anne Hathaway? I would never go for that haircut. I'd be too afraid. I know. I know. This afraid. is the thing. I'm like, oh my god, do I do it? You've, that's what I was saying about it. you've got to have the sweepy fringe thing to soften it. So you've got to have like yeah, quite I a bit have of this hair. Whole forehead out. That would be just horrific. Save <laughs> <Just laughs> it. Buzz cut. <laughs> I wonder, Steve, you're going to look like his dad. Thing. <laughs> This is the thing, like, I just, I don't know, we'll find out what will happen to it. But I just feel like there's this point in my life where I go, it's just fucking hair, it'll grow back. Mate, you're like the phoenix rising from the ashes. <laughs> what, with my with a new pixie car? <laughs> <laughs> well, I did it. So when I, but when I was, I was in a really long-term serious relationship from like 18 to 24. And uh, I, I wanted to get out of that relationship for the last two years of it and didn't know how to. 
And um, one of the things that I did in that period of time when I was like so desperate to make this massive change, but I didn't know how to do it, I cut all my hair off. And I had like hair down to my belly button and I went to jaw length. Like it was a really, really, really short bob. And that was, it was terrifying, but it, it, it feels like a, you're literally cutting off the dead weight of your past. Yeah. So you know are you I mean? saying that basically I'm going to get my hair cut and I'm going to leave Steve because that yeah. might be even bigger reason why I, I, he don't want me to get it done. No, the problem for me is I do, I do the same fucking thing and that's what I'm sick of. I yeah. don't want the same thing all the fucking time. I know, but it's so, it's so hard with hair. Laura, it's so hard with hair. Because it will either be... I'll look fine or I'll look like a chipmunk and then I'll be looking like a chipmunk for basically six months while I'm going to six months. If you're going that short, it's going to be about two years. <laughs> My hair grows really quick. It's fine. Was it? Although yeah. weirdly then uh, I did love it at first and then I ended up hating it and uh, I couldn't grow it. And every time I went to get a haircut, they'd just fucking cut it even short. And I'd be like, nah. <laughs> so, for me, because we've got curly hair, it wasn't great having hair that short. It didn't work out. I'll no. never, I vowed never ever to have it again. No. Oh, I can imagine good luck having curly hair. That's, that's that's a really bad move. We've we not even we've not done our proper introduction. Yeah, how are you? <sighs> Hello, how are you? I'm okay. Just hanging in. You've only got one day left of the summer holidays, so you're ecstatic, aren't you? Oh, <laughs> that's how I feel about it. It's really dragged for me, Vic. What about you? Well, yours is continued. I just said nursery, they? yeah. So, but this, this is it. This is the, this is literally the, the last, the last week of fucking quarter to eight till half past five childcare. Yeah, that's a bloody dream. I mean, it drains me financially. I literally have no money left. I know, but ever I'm so much happier it. for it. Yeah, because I don't have to spend time with kids. I love it. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's his last week. So, in fact, Monday's his last day, and then we've got two days off, and he starts on Thursday. And um, yeah, I'm nervous, apprehensive. I'm sure there's a lot of other parents out there that are sending a kid to school for the first time feeling the same way. Oh my but God, I was right. a fucking mess last year when Toby went. Did you cry? Yeah. I, yeah. yeah, I cry regularly. Every time I look at his school shoes, I'm like, oh yeah. Mainly because they cost me 45 quid, which is more money than I'd spend on my own shoes. But yeah. it just they seem to um, ignite emotion every time I look at them. It's a really big thing. It's a really, really big thing. Definitely. Mm-hmm. When Elliot started junior school, oh my God, I could barely keep it together driving to school. <laughs> and then I just constantly felt like I was, and Steve had to pe- keep putting his hand on my leg to be like, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. And then we left and I bawled my fucking eyes out. Um, and then when Toby started school last year, yeah. I mean, if I had known that I was then going to have them home for another three months, I might not have felt quite as emotional. Yeah, I was going to say that. That must have been so surreal as well, starting primary school in COVID. Yeah, it was. It, it's it was. Weird, it's just it? been an exceptionally weird time, I think. Yeah. And for everyone that I've spoken to, anyone who's a parent and has parent, actually, anyone that I've spoken to. I don't, I'm yet to meet somebody who hasn't had their mental health impacted by it. So then when you throw into the mix, having to then homeschool children and the ridiculous fucking pressure the government put on parents to homeschool their children and fucking work um, was just horrific. I I honestly, I don't know how people have done it. I mean, I think we've both quite lucky and our jobs are flexible. But not being able to escape was shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's that. I mean, I feel like parenthood is just... Um, 
a trap. It's a pretty <laughs> you sentence. feel absolutely trapped and isolated, don't you? A lot of the time yeah. with kids, and then to not be able to, it, it was just hanging out with other people with kids. That was the thing that killed me. And not even like I wasn't even that bothered about not seeing my family. I was like, yeah, whatever. I'll see you in a bit. But yeah, actually, the kids getting to socialise and just having a fucking break from them. That's what I but missed even the dogs. Most. Do you know this? This is a fact for you. Oh, go on. Dog's mental health has been impacted. And I know that sounds really silly, but like puppies that have obviously been born in COVID and then not had any socialisation struggle horrifically with anxiety. People don't take the piss. No, no. (laughs) If there's any um, dogs out there that have um, suffered from... (laughs) Any form of of PTSD. (laughs) Running COVID. Hey, me too. Agony me too, on. sister. Me too. We're all up. We're all up for that. Uh, it's the same. Like, imagine if had, having a baby in lockdown. Just oh no. god, I couldn't imagine it. I praise worse. anybody who managed. It. Yeah, well done. Fucking hell, I think you're amazing. Anybody who who even thought, you know, when it was like, oh, there's going to be a baby boom in nine months because everyone's at home with each other, and then Steve and I basically didn't touch each other for nine yeah, months. Yeah, exactly. It had the but, opposite effect on us. <laughs> it dried my vagina out. Um, I I can only, I just don't even know what it must have been like to have thought, fuck it, let's have sex, fall pregnant, and then get to that end of not those nine months. I'm like, fuck, we're still in lockdown. Yeah, and we've got to give birth pretty much on your own. On your own, with no then, support. Well done, well done. Oh, yeah, just, I heard, oh, oh my God, let's not get started. Yeah, let's get so yeah, fucking angry. Let's, let's move on, this is just too much, in it? Um, anyway, Laura, I changed some taps today. Successful? Yeah, successful, Yay, actually. Well I actually done. fucking did it. I felt like, right, little handy. Handy, handy. Um, I mean, it took me so fucking long because I didn't know what I was doing when I started. And what I should have done was, you know, prepared for the fact that the pipes that were there probably weren't going to fit the taps that I bought. I wouldn't have done that. No. I would have just been like, fuck it. I don't know what I'm doing. And then there would have been leaks. Yeah, I, I knew what to do to turn the water off. So that was step one. So I successfully did that. And then, um, yeah, two trips to the builders, merchants later, I finally got the right, the right pipe. And connected it um, I did nearly give up several times But I was like I can't give up now Because Rob's going to come so home close. And he'll have to fix it And I was just not allowing that I need to set an example here That I can do this I'm a big strong woman <laughs> I'm a big strong woman With an adjustable spanner <laughs> um, So yeah I did that I was uh, pretty chuffed yeah, It's that. a really cool thing To have uh, a little Another feather to your boa <laughs> And I also uh, Went back on social media today After 15 days break Not that you're counting Not that I'm counting <laughs> I think I had nine days Not that I was counting You had nine days oh, You encouraged nice. me And really helped me To kind of come to that conclusion though. So thank you Yeah I, I honestly recommend it to anybody Especially mm-hmm. anyone that has to use it As part of their job And you yeah. know They're required to be on there A lot of the time Just having that break away from it Was fucking such a relief Needed. Oh, it's a really needed. It's a really and you know the other thing that I've done, I have unloaded load of people. Yeah, no, I think said I that. have do that. I think I have unfollowed about 60 people so far. I do you, like do you think and it's okay if I continue. just follow you? <laughs> do you think it's okay if I just follow you? I mean, I'd be quite happy with that. <laughs> now there's a couple there's a couple of accounts that I would 
happily follow. But I think the thing for me, I really got caught up in the who I should know. Yeah. You know, which sounds really shallow, but that's the truth of it. Just, I know it sounds really stupid, but like famous people. Oh, okay. Like famous you know, people. Like, oh my God. And I'm just like, no offense, but what you post is just you looking happy all the fucking time. And that does me no favors. It literally does fuck all for yeah. my self-esteem. I like balance and I always talk about balance and yet I'm not very good at practicing it. So I was no, like, I'm practicing it. I'm <laughs> going to get rid of a dick load of people that don't inspire me in any way, shape or form other than the fact that they just have to be there. I mean, there's more people I could totally get rid of, but I can't at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> can't make that obvious. Um, I just, I just find it as well. I can't, I can't even get my head around how or why it's so addictive. But like yesterday, I have not had it on my phone for fifteen days, and having spent so much time, just like if I was looking on my phone, I was normally buying something. Um, yeah. Or I mean, my bank balance definitely wasn't yeah, saved in those. Not good. Um, or like texting friends or whatever. Like me. And then, <laughs> no cool. And uh, in between that, I was like really just being really engaged with the kids. I didn't even, I, I, I for, at one point I was like, oh, I haven't seen my phone since nine o'clock this morning. And it was like the afternoon. So I, I didn't think about it. And then mm. as soon as I got back on there, I was just like a little crackhead, just like. <laughs> I know. Okay. And this is the thing that I'm trying to that. probably remove from my feed is that scroll. Yeah. Because you're almost scrolling to find something that could potentially upset you that you then disengage from it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you never disengage from being on social media because you go, "Hmm, I've been fulfilled. Yeah. You almost look for something that is going to not bother, but do something enough. Like, I don't want to be on it. Like I'm I'm fucking done with it for now. You need an excuse to stop the scrolling basically. Yes, that's it. You know, you're just in it. You're like, oh my God, I cannot stop watching this absolute fucking bullshit what is wrong with yeah. me yeah just oh it's just it's really it's, it's really hard to have a balance so i am going to try i've not done it yet because i just had it on my phone but after today being back on there and being like fucking now my phone just turned off the notifications but i'm just drawn to it i want to like keep mm-hmm. checking it i'm not going to have it on my personal phone i've got just upgraded my phone anyway so i've got my old phone i'm going to leave instagram on that and literally put it in a drawer until I have like specified designated times to look at it. That's super healthy, but I I just don't think I'm quite there yet. Cause I know all I do is then just have a fucking work phone on me. Yeah, like, well, oh, that's probably what I'm gonna do. Me, what's happening from this number? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing that phone doesn't have, it's just it's just connected to the internet. So I can't have any it's not like a phone, it's just burn phone. It's a burn phone. It's my burn phone. Oh my God, it's my burn phone for Instagram. Watch out. I'm going to troll you. <laughs> <laughs> don't. Please don't. I won't. I'm joking. Good. That's great. Um, yeah. I just, uh, it's weird, isn't it? And I felt a little bit vulnerable coming back home because there is a vulnerability to being online. And I know people it's are like, oh, you put yourself out there. She fucking needs to stay with I know. It's like massive, really. But we don't massively really like relate to cunts like that. So there's no point no. in even trying to relate to them because you know that those people are also the people that would probably fucking queue up at McDonald's and complain about the fact that they only got one pickle in their burger. Yeah, exactly. So... Uh, you fuck know, off, McDonald's slags. Yeah, <laughs> although I am a McDonald's slag. Although you are a slag. Although um, I have to say, I've had to be very careful in the last couple of days with my diet. Why? Because my gallbladderless body has been aching. Oh. If I eat too much bad food, then oh, my body, really? body lets me know it hurts. Yeah. 
Oh, where does it hurt? Hurts where my gallbladder used to be. It's the sphincter. <laughs> it is a sphincter. Oh, that's sphincter. so strange. So you've been yeah. loads of shit. Don't worry me too. Oh my god, Laura sent me some delicious cakes today. Yeah. And um, oh, they're so lovely. Have you have Were you had them yourself before? That no. bridge and cutter, they're called. I've, you I've sent them to I me. Sent I think. Them to they're so yeah. good. Oh, oh I'm sending like, cakes to each other. Hello, who do we think we love are? each other? Like little macaroons with pistachio cream in them. Oh, Fuck yeah. my life. Oh, no, I know what ones you're on about. What were the other ones that were fucking lush? It was like little salted caramel brownies. And oh, yeah, I've eaten oh, too good. many. I think it's so many. Rob was like, who's eating all of these? Like, they're not for you, wanker. Yeah, they're mine. Um, Have you got an icebreaker this week? I do have an icebreaker, but you know, I I, I know obviously personal chat is over now. Personal chat's done. But I do just need a, I went to a festival with my children at the weekend. Did you? Yeah. How was that? Very expensive. Did you say over? No. It was only like, it's, you know, over the ferry for us. Right. Okay. Uh, it was a, it, it's called Victorious. Oh. Uh, saw the Fratellis. Oh, yeah. They were fucking amazing. Were they? I oh. thought the lead singer was so hot. And I was like, oh my God. He I'm would glad get I came in with this. <laughs> and then I Googled him and I was like, nah, okay, maybe not. <laughs> I tell you, I told you there's something about. A man playing an instrument or singing in a band that just makes not them only was he playing an, he was sexual. playing the guitar he was also singing. I yeah, mean, there you go. That's the double woman. Oh, he was so hot. I normally like a drummer. I have to say. So, oh well, with Rob, you've got the best of both worlds. Is he a drummer too? <laughs> He's Don't. a drummer. That's what he was mainly played, and then in all these bands, and uh, also guitar and sang. He's got it all. I think he's playing the. I actually think he's playing the guitar and singing right now. Is he? I can hear it. Oh my God, I can't. I oh wish I could. God. <laughs> I would love to hear his voice. Uh, so um, I, I'm reading this one out literally for the lols because I thought it was amazing. Go on. Um, what's one thing we could do to improve our virtual meetings? <laughs> <laughs> that's the lighting. Question. I'd say that's probably oh. for both of us. The lighting is out. My fucking boring. forehead. <laughs> I mean, put that away, Laura. <laughs> Reframe the camera so it's not right up Laura's nose. Um, I don't know. I think that's probably, I mean, our virtual meeting. I do like that. This is a virtual meeting. That is a genuine question, though, mate. We could um, turn it, turn down the virtuousness. Turn down the virtuousness. Or maybe. And make it a real life meeting. That would improve it. Oh my God. Can you imagine? There you go. I am not lugging my fucking road mic all the way to London. (laughs) No. (laughs) Because we all know that you ain't coming to fucking Portsmouth. I know. Um, That's not going to happen, is it? One day. One day. I don't think there's anything else that we can do to improve these virtual meetings. They are near perfection in my mind. Because I'm here and you're here? Exactly. Let's call the whole thing off. I've got um, a, a sort of, what is it? A dual tidy up stroke fact. Mm. The two combined two into pronged. one. Um, after our discussion last week about female anatomy. Yes. We've got a lot of tidying up to do about that, actually. Because uh, oh. we put a little question on our stories, firstly, um, to you lovely listeners, saying what 
would you like to rename the various bits of our lady parts too? And we've had some excellent suggestions. I will come to those. Um, but someone sent me a passage from a book that I really want to read, and there's no reference to what the book is. She's just underlined something. But it's a, we said we didn't know where vagina came from, did we? Mm-hmm. we I didn't research that one. Which, th- here's the explanation for what it means. So... Vagina turns up in 17th century medical texts and comes from the Latin vagina. She's like, well, that's the same word. <laughs> vagina or vagina. Vagina. V- v- vagina. Sorry, it's me, it's me cockney fat and twang, isn't it? We're a chimney sweep with vagina. Um, which, which actually means a sheath or a scabbard. Anything that begins with the word scab. An association with vagina upsets me. A vagina is something a sword goes into. That's its entire etymological, etymological, what? How do you say that? Etymological. (laughs) (laughs) Asonomic. That's not a word. Etymological function. To be the holder of a sword, i.e. a penis. It relies on the penis for its meaning and function. Oh, don't want to rely on the penis for anything, do we? <laughs> we may as well still be calling the poor thing Cock Alley. <laughs> cock Alley. I love that. <laughs> or that's from 1785, Cock Alley. Or the pudding bag. That's from 1653. <laughs> the pudding bag. <laughs> I love that. Is that somewhere to store your cakes? Maybe I'll shove one of those little macaroons well, I up guess there later. For men, maybe that's how they would associate pudding is with, you know, slinging the pig up the alley. Or cat, it's cat up an alley, isn't it? Pig up a passage. There are many cunning linguists who rightly get their proverbials in a twist when you confuse vagina with vulva. To be clear, the vagina is the muscular canal that connects the use to the vulva. And the vulva is the external equipment. And that's comprising of loads of bits. Mons pubis, Libia majoria, Libia minoria, clitoris and vestibule of the vagina, bulb of the vestibule. What the hell? And good old Bartholin's glands. The Which I still don't know where that is. Do you remember? Yeah, I do, um, but I still don't remember where it is. Vulva dates to the late 14th century and comes from the Latin vulva, meaning womb. Some have suggested it comes from vulvaire or to wrap. Uh, in his 1538 Latin dictionary, Thomas Eldioit defined a vulva as the womb or mother of any female animal, also a meat used on the Romans made of the belly of a sour. Of a sour, of a sow. Either that's half farrowed or is with farrow. What the hell? Maybe so, this is just over my head because it's a lot of old speak. Oh, no, I don't get that last bit. What does that mean then? Just mother so know, f- you wear her drapes. That's the only thing that I, which is Iron Man. That's, that's <laughs> as far back as I go. Iron Man and Iron Man. <laughs> Fucking Marvel. <laughs> that's how intelligent I am. There you go. Just a little um, insight there into where, what uh, vagina means. Thank you for the lovely listener who sent us that um i do i have taken some screenshots of the suggestions as well would you like to hear some of the suggestions that absolutely our listeners um put forward i mean is it are we Go. doing this is like a an official renaming ceremony it should be yeah we need a vagina to I rename bestoweth to you the <laughs> nameth um life portal no i don't like it Oh, God, this is a fucking Simon Cowell over here. The Rush Gatherers. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, true. We all know that. The cock socket. The cock socket. I love that. That's a good one, isn't it? This one might come me for a bit sick. So the hymen could be renamed the innocent skin tag. Ooh. <laughs> oh my God, you've got your innocent skin tag all over me. <laughs> the clit could be called the pleasure dime. Yeah, I love that. Oh, Clitosaurus Rex. But it's still got clit in it. Needs so we yeah, need to get away. The fun button. Fun button. That's kind of like what we said. We said, what did we say? The pleasure bean. Pleasure bean, yeah, or beacon. The treasure pot. Oh, I need to do a bit more research in this one because someone's replied, cunt has derivatives of woman, knowledge, creator, and goddess. So I'll stay with that. This episode is brought to you by sax.com. At sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at sax.com. Who knew? Maybe that could be my next fact. I'm going to go shave my cunt. I don't know why. I just feel like it's not very... Go whack. Can you wax my cunt for me? It's not very godly. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't feel very godly. Oh, my cunt stinks today. <laughs> um, meat envelope. Nice. Yeah, like that. <laughs> the cervix could be called the mother mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it opens and closes. Um, clit could be called rubbing nubbin. Rubbing nubbin. That's good. Vagina sausage casing. No, because we don't mm. want it to be. We don't not, we don't want to rely on the penis for the definition. I know, but we do did we? say we liked cock socket, so yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, you're very right. Someone said I call my clit a man in a boat. <laughs> no idea why. That's not the first time I've heard that. It does look like a little boat, doesn't it? Like a little a man canoe. in a boat. Maybe yeah. I know the girl. As if like a bird's eye view of <laughs> yeah. the man in the of boat. The man in the boat yeah. sailing down Puss River. That's what it is. I like this one. Clit, the Queen's doorbell. <laughs> The Queen's doorbell. I love that. <laughs> That's great, isn't it? Um, the Hyman single-use entrance. <laughs> what about Fandango? Fandango, yeah, that's a good one. Fandango, isn't that an ABBA song? I think it is, yeah. Twat. Huh? Twat, that's another one. Yeah, twat, yeah. Yeah, but a twat isn't that. A twat is a pregnant fish. A twat? Yeah. T-W-A-T? Yeah. Yeah, but you call a fanny a twat. Do you? Oh my god! Yeah, hundred percent. You should. I've always assumed it's just a pregnant fish. That it, it, it is. Why would anyone use that as a like a? <laughs> but it is. As like what? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but if you were to say like use it as an insult, you say, "Oh my god, what a twat!" You're calling someone a pregnant fish. I mean, it's not any better that you're calling someone a fanny, but I mean, cunts used to describe someone that's horrible, isn't it? But so's dick. Yeah. Um, did I if I told you about my my mum? Um, so she was a primary school teacher, and um, she's very innocent, old Trish. And uh, <laughs> two things: she was calling her five year old reception class children twats. What unknowingly, like she didn't know the meaning of it. She thought, just thought it was like something. She thought it was like you say, "Oh, you silly sausage." So she was calling them silly twats. <laughs> How can you not know what a twat means? <laughs> and then, then one of the mums came in and was like, oh, um, Mrs. Eames, yeah. oh, little Harry came home today and 
he called me a twat. And when I asked him where he'd heard it, he said, Mrs. Hicks calls us twats all the time. <laughs> that was one. I've got, I'm absolutely horrified that your mum didn't know what a twat meant. I mean, well, I was pregnant honestly, she was now, so. She's so innocent. She doesn't. She doesn't know anything, all right? When do you know too much? When we were teenagers and used to get like just 17, just 17. Oh, okay. Like my one. sister, my older sister would always get that magazine, and then we'd always read like the agony on bits, and there was always questions about sex. And one time it was about blowjobs, and my sister read it out. My mum was like, What's a blowjob? And she was, you know, 30, probably in her 40s by the time we were teenagers, read that. She didn't know what a blowjob was. But surely she'd smoked a sausage. Probably, but she didn't I mean, know that. That's she not really a conversation you want to have about your mum, is it? <laughs> no, um, but she didn't know Trish. the terminology. And then the other thing that she was calling the kids, um, she was calling them Burks, which on the surface is like, okay, Burks, that's all right. But actually, Burke is um, Cockney rhyming, rhyming slang for cunt. It's uh, Berkshire. It? Yeah, it's Berkshire hunt, cunt. So she was calling the kids, five-year-old kids, constant. Fucking hell, your mum, your mum might be a primary school teacher, but she really needs to be updated on the lingo. I mean, I, that's another one I've learned. So if I call my kids Burks, they're not really going to know because we're not from a Cockney rhyming slang area. No, that's true. I'm like, come on, you Burks. Yeah, it's such Lovely a good insult, though, isn't it? Oh, you bloody Burks. I love yeah. it. But yeah, don't call your five-year-old a Burke. Uh, can I just add one more uh, name, which I like for a vagina? Yep. The Whispering Eye. Yes. I don't know why it would whisper. Unless it's fanny farting, I guess. Yeah, little queef. I've never ever heard of it called that. No, an eye. Well, I mean, it's it is actually impossible for an eye eye to whisper. Just gonna put that out there. Good point. (laughs) I don't know why I feel it's more challenging for a vagina to whisper than it is an eye. (laughs) My eye whispers all the time. I think your vagina is more likely to whisper than Than your eye. Yeah. There we go. Um, on just talking about vaginas as well, I'm sure we've spoken about this before. There is actually a museum dedicated to vaginas in London called yes. the Vagina Museum. Well, it's under threat, Laura. Why? Under threat from closure because obviously the pandemic has, you know, fucked everything Everyone in terms of the yeah, even the even the old minge, um, especially the museum sector because people haven't been able to go to museums. Um, and where they're based in Camden Market. They've um, they're being kicked out basically, oh. and they're being offered an alternative, which is like in some bullshit space. So they put out a little appeal to ask for if anyone can help them find new premises. Oh. So I just thought, seeing as we're such massive minge lovers on this podcast, yeah, go support. We put it out there. They're on Instagram, vagina underscore museum. They're called. And they put amazing stuff on there. In fact, quite a few of my facts have been inspired by their feed. So um, go and give them a follow and have a look at the post and see if there's anything you can do to help them. Please go and prop up the Whispering Eye. They need you. <laughs> whispering <laughs> Eye Museum. The Whispering Eye. The Whispering Eye Museum. <laughs> they need you. Yeah, because that is the correct terminology that would be used rather from than... From this day forth. It was always been known. It's called the Whispering, whispering Eye. eye. Uh, right, should we have some stories? Uh, yeah, I've got a story. Oof. Come on then. I oh, know, look at me getting right in there. Oh. Um, so this was my wonderful... <laughs> wonderful husband. Let's call him John, because that's his name. He's a laugh. <laughs> Hi, John. 
Um, when we lived in the UK, John regularly attended meetings all over the business he worked for. Occasionally, before a meeting, he would go for what he would call a McShit, meaning he'd go to McDonald's, have a coffee and tap away on his laptop and then go for a poo. Delightful. <laughs> if I was really lucky, I'd even call him and he would answer his phone straining, telling me he was having a McShit. Always made my day that day. <laughs> so on this particular occasion, John was in McDonald's. He had a coffee and went for a poo. <laughs> on entering the bathroom, he noticed the floor was sopping wet and there was nowhere for him to put his laptop. So he sat down trying to keep his trousers off the floor and balance the laptop on his knee. Uh, having dropped the kids off at the pool, another delightful phrase my husband loves to use, he proceeded to balance the laptop and trouser combo whilst wiping his ass. <laughs> having cleaned his bum hole, he stood up to pull his trousers, only to have noticed that he managed, God only knows, to wipe shit up his business shirt sleeve. <laughs> oh. business shirt sleeve. John panicked, as you would, leant into the basin uh, stuck the laptop between his knees and started frantically trying to wash his sleeve. He said he got most of it off, so dried it with the hand dryer. He then swiftly left Mackie D's, having realised his meeting started in 10 minutes and he was 10 minutes away from the venue. Dashed to the car, stuck his jacket on, sped to the venue, making it just in time. John was led into a tiny meeting room, which seated about four people. Being August, it was quite hot, but poor John couldn't take his coat off so because of his shit-stained shirt. So when seven people bundled into a room that was made for three, he felt like hyperventilating. <laughs> he was squashed between his senior manager and the firm he was visiting. The room got quite a bit warmer from all the bodies and John realised his arm was starting to whiff badly. Oh, no. One of the managers even apologised for the smell <laughs> whilst they shuffled away from John. <laughs> That's fucking amazing, which also leads me to another story, which I know the story, but I obviously can't disclose the person. Okay. And I heard this story uh, very recently where they have, I'm not going to say whether it's a he or she, they have, uh, can have a bit of a dicky tummy at times and have been known to take a plastic bag into the back of their uh, uh, vehicle, which is quite a large vehicle and has really well-tinted windows and will shit into a plastic bag in the boot. Who is this? <laughs> you have to tell me. You can tell me off air. I need to know. Oh, my God. I mean, how big is the boot? That's what I'm thinking. Four by four. Um, so uh, hilariously, that particular person had gone out for dinner with their child. <laughs> And they said that they had come out of the eatering establishment and realised that their stomach felt really dodgy and they had to get into the back of the van and shit into a carrier bag while the said child that was with them was like, please, please don't go in the van again. <laughs> why can't they just go back into the restaurant? I guess because that's so... What? Because it's shitting into a bag in a boot. Well, just at least there's a fucking flushable toilet. What do you do with a bag once it's filled up with shit? <laughs> do they take it home? I don't know. I don't, yeah. I didn't we'll just like that. lob it I out the window. so fucking hard. <laughs> Best story ever. <laughs> My mum's actually got really bad IBS, but I, I can't say that I've ever seen her shit into a carrier bag in the back of in the back of a four by four, you haven't lived. 
<laughs> I did text you the other day. We were having quite a meaningful chat. And then um, I text you, there's a bit of poo on radiator, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, like, that's nice. Thank God the heating's not on at the moment. It fucking was on though, wasn't it? Because you were absolutely shocked that I had it on. Oh, yeah, of course. I don't know, I can't know. It's fucking August. That's, I think that's maybe why I missed it. So I was like, why is there a bit of melted chocolate on the radiator? <laughs> oh, no, that's shit. That's shit. <laughs> I am going to point out it's not just a random radiator in the house that someone's been wiping their bum on. It is the radiator that's right next to the toilet. You might want to move the toilet. And my kids are, I'm not, they're not very, I'm going to say they're just, they're not very skilled bum wipers yet. No, I don't know that I'm a skilled bum wiper yet and I'm 37. Uh, I'll tell you who is a skilled bum hole wiper, Laura. Robert. Because of all of his anal hair. Because of all his anal hair. I... Get so annoyed that when I'm in bed, because I can hear, he'll close the door. I can still hear him wiping his ass because it's so thorough. I've said this before. It sounds like he's doing some fucking woodwork in there. It's ridiculous. And it makes me so crazy mad. But yeah, I found a little bit of poo on my radiator. You sure it's not wrong? <laughs> Probably, actually, it could have been uh, like like shavings from his carving. <laughs> His anal carving just shot off of his bum onto the uh, radiator. I'm, I'm going to take a guess and say it was my firstborn because he is particularly inept at wiping his bum. It's a skill that comes. I mean, it's hilarious. He'll, he'll do it, but he'll hold the paper. And it's like he just puts his hand in the air behind him and just moves it around <laughs> and then goes, I've wiped my bum. Like your, your hand is a mile away from your ass, mate. Whereas Edith's like, you know. She's like a dad, takes after her dad. Yeah, she's very uh, thorough. And um, you know, Edith's like nearly completely potty drained. Okay. <laughs> Hang on, how old is she? She's so young. She's two. She's two. Yeah, that is fucking amazing. Isn't it? And I've done absolutely, I've had absolutely nothing to do with it. I don't know why I thought she was three. I was like, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you fucking shouting about it, you weird, though? Like being so proud of your, with your kids. No, she's two. And she's like yeah, fully potty trained herself. Just girls for you, mate. It's just so, so fuck about. So bloody smart, that girl. Be like, Mummy, I need a purple. I'm going on the big toilet. I'm like, okay. Just goes off and does it on her own. Like, literally. Amazing. I love the fact that I don't have to wipe anyone's ass anymore. I've just, um, I've just actually thought of something to do with her and Pooh. Uh, we went to a little picnic the other week. So Edith loves her food, right? Loves it. I, in fact, both my kids are so good at food, like eating. And I know that sounds like a weird thing to say, but as a child who had serious eating issues, yeah. It's it was thing for you. Always been my thing as like, you know, a parent, the one thing that I've been like, I am not freaking out about food. I'm I'm never gonna make any deal out of it. Just just let them do what they want. If they don't eat, fine. They I know they'll eat. If they don't, whatever. So anyway, Edith loves a fucking grub. And we went to this picnic and we've got this little portable potty thing that we take with us when we go out. <laughs> And it was like a buffet thing. Everyone just put food out and you know, everyone helped themselves. She sat there for five hours. And all she did was eat, go and take a shit, sit back down, <laughs> eat some more food, go back to the potty, do another shit. She must have done 12 shits in the whole time that we were there. Oh, and what a girl. The next day, she did a black poo. So obviously that's like worrying. So we rang 111. They said, you need to go to A&E. Um, and uh, we did. And they checked her out. She was absolutely fine. <laughs> the guy was like... Um, yeah, I, I just think that she like poos a lot. And what was what we were having was that she was constipated um, and that poo got stuck like a little nugget in her intestines, but other poo passed 
through it. So she had like a little hard bit of poo that stuck in her and other sloppy poo went all around it. She had like constipation and the shits. Bizarre. It is a thing. Yeah. I've heard of that before. I've heard of someone that's actually been hospitalized for constipation. And then when they were scanned, there wasn't one ounce of fucking poo in them. Really? Yeah. What were they? So they were hospitalized. We I just never forget on, I shouldn't laugh about it. It's terrible. But on Jamie Oliver's school dinners, he went to um, an, a, an A&E and like met a nurse and she was like, kids are actually throwing up their own feces. <laughs> I know you're so laugh. good with an accent. I know, but you shouldn't laugh, but it just made me so Why are they pooing up their own feces? Because that's what happens. Oh, no, they're... wait, throwing up. They're not pooing it up because they're so constipated. Yeah, they're throwing up their own feces, Laura. Fucking hell, that's really... I mean, obviously, it goes without saying. That's bad. That is... <laughs> that's, a, that's, pretty, that's a big backlog. Well, I mean, I'm just also saying, can you imagine, you know, when you throw up and it's stomach acid, you're like, oh, that burns so bad. Can you imagine throwing up a shit? Oh, God, like, what? I kind of want to know what it's like. Like, I what, don't. What does it come out like? It, I imagine I it don't. comes out like I think a I can't a, even believe you, those words would even pass through your fucking lips. You want to know what it's like to throw up a shit? No, I don't. I don't want. I don't want to know personally because I think you die. It, as in, it's a genuine like death causing. Is thing. it? Yeah. That's fucking lovely. You ch- you choke on a turd. No, you don't choke on a turd. But it's like it's full of stuff that is meant to be exited from Going your body, way. and then it goes all the way through your intestines and out of your mouth. I don't even know what's worse. Oh my god! Like, where do you start? But you know, I'll just imagine being that poo and being like, "I'm not going down that way," and then like coming back into the stomach. I and think like, it's like diarrhea. Stomach acid, and then it must get turned into. Just mulch, right? I, d- I don't even know if you'd end up with a fucking bowel if you were shitting yeah. out of your Apparently it happens to old people quite a lot as well. Oh, God, another reason not to get fucking old. <laughs> um, I've just thought of another story that someone told me, actually. Um, Do we even need you to read out a story? <laughs> no, probably not. Shit seems to be like... Well, this is another heavy... shit one. We've just started something. Um, it's like we were constipated and now we're not. Uh, it's yeah. like we are throwing up shit out of our That's what we're doing. Um, someone that's a carer, so they went around to look, old, look after old people, do like home visit stuff, and they went around. They were like, "Oh my god, what the hell is that horrendous smell? Like it just smelled of pure raw sewage." And um, the little old lady was like, "Oh yes, um, well my toilet's blocked up." She went, "Oh okay, we need to get that sorted." Then she was like, "Oh no, don't worry, I've just been shitting in the bath." And the, she went into the bathroom and the entire bath was like fill up, full full up with human shit. So she'd just been sitting oh. on the edge of the bath and just shitting. Bless shit her fucking heart. It. For a start to balance on the side of a bath that many times a day or week to shit <laughs> into. I think it would take me a very a, a ridiculous amount of time to actually shit that much into a bath. Yeah, same. Same. Oh, I mean, do, if you go around, bitch. do not accept a rich tea biscuit off her. No way. <laughs> Absolutely not. But she hasn't washed her hands or a cup of tea. Everything's laced with poo. Where would you even start? You'd be like, is that your breath? Where is that smell coming from? <laughs> You've got to get that unplugged as well. Like that's going to, someone's going to have to actually excavate that poo out that bathtub. Mate, the unplugging of the bath hole is the least of their fucking problems. They're going to need bin bags. Actually, no, I think that would actually require like the council. Yeah, I think so. You need like a, one of those poo hoovers. Like, like I think you, who has a poo hoover? Like, you know, like people that deal with blockages, oh, sewage, they have like yeah, one of those point. big hoover Look things. Poo hoover. <laughs> poo hoover. Get the poo hoover out. We've got a situation. We've got a big one. 
What happens to that poo? That's the question that goes know. into the poo. Hover. I never ever want to know. If only they could turn it into renewable energy, that would be fantastic. She would, would have done. Oh, she would have gone a long way. She could have, she? She could have provided electricity to the entire borough for three yeah, months. She could have. Yeah, it's actually a, a zoo very close to us, and they have this like butterfly bit where it's got it's just fucking hot in there, and it is all made from animal poo. What the heat? Yeah. So really? the energy that goes into yeah, it's all used. Oh, that's really through. clever. Does it smell? Does, is it like poo air? No. 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 There's no poo air. Oh, it's just air. It's fucking hot air. Let's save the environment, guys! Yay! So, so that brings us to the, the end, end of another shit fueled podcast. Been. Poo heavy, my well, God! I know. I just feel like we overlooked McShit a lot um, because we did. Oh, we got so sucked up in the other poo. We got stories. sucked up in the in the boot pooer, in the, <laughs> the boot pooer, and the granny path bath pooer. Bless her cotton socks. Don't even know how I feel about that. It'd be like nan shit as well. It was like proper smell, like decay, cabbage. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> like her insides are falling out. Like basically me if I have too much dairy. <laughs> and this is like a nan's diet. It's so like 1940s post-war, it is. isn't it? Like, oh, yeah. we'll have a nice lamb chop and some cabbage and carrots and potatoes. That's it. Yeah, that is it with a bit of gravy. Yeah, that's all they fucking eat, nans. That's how they live so long, I guess, maybe. Who knows? Don't know. They're not throwing up turds, are they? They're shitting in bathtubs. <laughs> <laughs> Do that accent again. Uh, which one? Oh yeah. yeah. Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> Children are coming in here throwing up feces. <laughs> oh dear. He was so sincere as well. I mean, obviously you're gonna be when someone's just told you that kids are coming in throwing up feces, but that's why me and you would never be good in that no, situation, because like... we wouldn't be. I would be like. I like, bet you had to retake that like 45 times. <laughs> I'm sorry, love you. I'll do that again. Um, Jamie. I can't yeah. even do that. <laughs> I snorted loads tonight. It's oh. just been an absolute heavy snort fest. Loved it. Absolutely yeah. loved it. So good thing I'm so close to your nostrils. <laughs> I'm not even that close. I don't know why it looks like on that. I give distance, but it's like meh. But this I'm is what we know. We're gonna take these points forward for the next virtual meeting that we have. Put there the fringe in, like, put the forehead away. Yeah. Dye the eyebrows because I just, I do genuinely, when I look like this, I look like the guy at a ghost that's <laughs> on the train. <laughs> it makes me laugh every time you say that. It's just, it's, it really, it's, it just, yeah, it's quite emotional. Well, I am at that point so where um, I do get to a point where my eyelashes and my eyebrows, which I dye, um, have lost their dark luster. And are going to transparent vibes And um, it's a terrifying It's a terrifying yeah. image in the morning It's like, whoa Well I have ord- I think the problem with mine as well is my. I'm, maybe this is where I need to get uh, What you call it, Botox Because my brow just sits really low I don't think Botox is going to change that, is it? I don't know, it might lift it up No, you'd have to have a facelift for that What, for that? Yeah that's Because that's bo- what I want, I'd love that Yeah, you've got to like literally so just pull your skin back over your skull a bit. So I just get some sellotape. Yeah, and staple it. Just use a staple gum. Try it out. I'm sure that would be fixed. It's fixable. 
sorry, let's round up. Let's stop talking about my shitty eyebrows. And um, I would like to say you can continue to send your stories and you can follow us on Instagram at No Holes Barred Podcast. And you can send us a DM or what else can I do, Vic? You can email us at No Holes Podcast. 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 Don't send <laughs> it's it just there. the podcast. No holes barred podcast at gmail.com. And we accept anything really. Mm-hmm. Stories, agony aunt, suggestions for icebreakers, fun facts about minch. Do you know what we can say, Laura? What? Because um next week we need you all to keep your eyes peeled for something very exciting that we're announcing. Yes, something very exciting. Something very exciting. Indeed. Oh, indeed, oh, indeed, indeed, Victoria. Indeed. Build up Ooh. suspense. I wonder what it could be. All will be revealed. revealed. So yeah, look out for on that. Instagram. On Instagram. And on No Holds Bar, just generally speaking. We'll talk about it. You'll find yeah, out. It's fine. Don't worry about Let's it. just roll that one out. <laughs> Uh, until next week then my love yeah see you next Tuesday see you next Tuesday ta ta Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revel-Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.